Stephen Willis, uh, Locked On Ole Miss, joining us on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, let's go to baseball. So coming off of an amazing season where at one point Bianco was just about fired and then 60 days later he won the national championship. You've got Hunter Elliott as your ace. you got Jacob Gonzalez at short. Uh, how would you, you know, frame up this team going into uh, this weekend and the next four months? Well, first of all, and I, and I know it's there, but everybody talks about Tim Elko and his contribution to Ole Miss baseball. I think Justin Bench and Kevin Graham need to be in that statue as well, as well as Dylan DeLucci. Just do a four-player thing, put it out in front of Swayze, and, and let's go. Because those four pieces are going to be incredibly hard to replace. Um, we have Derek Vandegrift that comes on our show and gives kind of the baseball. He's kind of the baseball expert that we talk to. And he mentioned, um, you know, there's a transfer that's going out in center field that can kind of do what Justin Bench does. And there's a transfer that's going to first base that can kind of do um, what Tim Elko did, but nobody can do all of what they did. And nobody's throwing Frisbees up to the plate like, plate like Dylan DeLucia. But you have Hunter Elliott and you have Grayson Saunier, who Mike Bianco said was, I think, the best freshman pitcher he's ever had. Um, you've got, like I think, Xavier Rivas, a transfer from D2 Indianapolis who could be the Sunday guy. It's at the beginning of the season real similar to last season because there's a lot of things we just don't know. We know they could be pretty good. Jacob Gonzalez and those guys, Hunter Elliott, going to be really good, Calvin Harris. But we need to see exactly how the pieces fit together. Like, will it be, I think his name is Ethan Liege in third base. If that happens and everything fits, like I said, the beginning of the season might look a little bit different than the end of the season, just like last year. But I think this team could be pretty good. I don't know if they will they will fall off the table. Um, I think this team should be competing for Omaha at least, though. They might not win at all, but they, they should be competing for that. Where where is everybody now with with Bianco, in your opinion? Now that he you know, there there had been we've been covering him since two thousand three. With the last few years it, it we had on this show and the text and everything else was all kinds of Bianco fatigue. Obviously, the national championship erases a lot of it. Do you think it erased all of the fatigue? I think it, it needs to have erased all of the fatigue. I, I mean, my Bianco probably has, what, 10 years left to coach him if he does, you know, he could go longer than that. But if you look at it, like 10, 15 years, I, I I think he can do that. He can make a run. And now that that pressure is off of him, real similar to like whenever, I don't, I don't know how old you are, Bo, but if you think back to when Steve Young won that first Super Bowl and the Joe Montana pressure that was all on that Steve Young. Sure. And they even made a joke about the monkey coming off his back. I think Ole Miss can play looser now. The, the problems that they had in that first part there's a chance that Ole Miss baseball could go on a little bit of a run just because of that pressure is gone. And we'll just have to see how that plays out. But I would look more for that to happen than any kind of fatigue. Okay. Uh, I've got a minute here. Give me the strength and the weakness on the team. Uh, strength, is, strength is going to be pitching, I do believe. I think Sonia is going to be really good. I think Hunter Elliott's going to be really good. 
And I do think um, power could be interesting. Like Taiwan Malone, Kemp Alderman, um, yeah, I think the ball could leave the yard a little bit. Now, I'm not talking Tennessee 2022, but leaving the ball at a pretty good clip. Leaving the yard at a pretty good clip. Okay. Um, and what do you think the weakness is of the club? Uh, weakness is probably our challenge. I, I want I want to see what um, the DH looks like. I want to see what the depth looks like coming up in the bottom line of the replacement of those players. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, Stephen Willis, locked on Ole Miss. Uh, I'm glad we connected. I think we'll do this more, don't you? Yeah, this is a lot of fun, bro. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. No problem. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And he thinks whoever wins the job between Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders, who well, I'm sorry, whoever loses it will be number three. That number two will be Walker Howard. And that they'll rep him as much as they can knowing that he's the future and this will be it for Dart and Sanders in some way, shape, or form. Whether one transfers or Dart tries to go to the NFL or Sanders, if he doesn't win it, transfers down. Of course, if he wins it, he's done, right? I mean, he, yeah. he'll he'll play and then I don't know if he can go to the NFL, but he'll give it a shot. Yeah. Are you Are you buying that Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss can think in the manner of we're playing for 2024 because I don't think that's how coaches work. No. I think Lane Kiffin's going, how many games can I win in 2023? No doubt. I think that, you know, I don't know where they're going to land because of the the switch with, with grabbing Georgia. Um, well, we say they you start 0-2, right? Georgia-Bama. I mean, it's, we said it about Mississippi State. I think you have to say the same thing about Ole Miss to this point. Yeah, they're playing with 10 games. You haven't shown that you can beat those teams, so why would we come into the season thinking you can? And at Georgia, just to, to pull that is is brutal. We talked about Leach pulled Georgia twice in his first three years. Maybe better to play them at Georgia, though, because then it probably means you have a better winnable game at home. That's right. I mean, you're you're not beating Georgia at home or away either, so it doesn't matter. They get Vandy at home. Yeah, I mean that. Well, that's one you could play anywhere. And Arkansas. That, that that's one you want at home because you yeah. can beat Arkansas at home. It's hard to beat them at Arkansas. That's a that's one where like who cares where I play Georgia? And I'm probably getting dragged. Mississippi away. State has to go to you know they're all three very similar, right? State yeah. Ole Miss Arkansas. Yeah. MSU has to go to Arkansas. Arkansas just gets the best East pool because they always play Missouri, right? That's the. That's the yeah, catch. That's yeah. A, well, Ole Miss gets the best playing Bandy, well, but yeah. yes, that is advantageous Boy, for yeah. the Arkansas Razorbacks to get Mizzou. Yeah. For sure. It's a big pull. Speaking of which, we're big debate, and we didn't get into this as much last week with the Super Bowl, but we'll have plenty of time this offseason. How they do the models. Is it going to yeah. be a one plus seven a one plus seven eight game schedule or a three plus six nine game schedule? You really feel like it. It's got to be three plus ESPN, six, right? Disney will come to the table with more money, and yep. unfortunately, the conference will take it. And uh, so, who are your three? That becomes the end all, be all question. Mm. Who you get paired with? Because there's probably not another shakeup coming anytime soon. So your three you got to avoid Bama. Your three permanents will shape the next twenty years of your football program. Yeah, and you know, Ole Miss has had a a uh, 
much easier road because of the Vanderbilt draw every year. Yeah. And and as as Bartu says, they're not just the worst team in the conference. They're the worst by far. In One a way. of the worst in power five. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that is Ole Miss going to be able to pull Mississippi State and Vandy and another team? Boy, that would be you talk about living right. Yeah. I'd be putting all my lobbying dollars behind how do I get my best three. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I got to do. How many houses Sankey needs bought? How many boats? If I can get that number from Hugh Freeze, whatever I got to do. who's Georgia going to pull and who's Bama going to pull and who's LSU going to pull? Was Auburn really going to pull Georgia and Alabama in They're their not. three? No. Because that would be insane. I don't think. But see, so, told me. someone's getting screwed. Like someone's getting a threesome that is awful. It's just who's it going to be? Oh, man, live at the Bank Plus studio. Bank Plus, it's more than a name. It's a promise. Good show today. Dane Bradshaw stopped by. SEC Hoops Insider talking Jans, Dogs, Kentucky, and so on. And then uh, Stephen Willis locked on Ole Miss Podcast. Hung out with us and discussed the uh, QB1 room. It is very, very crowded. We'll see what shakes out. And some Ole Miss baseball. Their preseason top five and top ten in several polls. If you missed anything, hit Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. We'll see you tomorrow.